Hello, NRL.com season preview podcast. My name is Chris Kennedy. Jamie Sauer is with me to talk about the Newcastle Knights. Newcastle Knights, another season full of hope, but we're not really sure. Um, all I can think about the Newcastle Knights is Kalen Ponga. I want to see Kalen Ponga play 23 rounds, probably because he'll miss one or two games with Origin. But I want to see him play this year and, and sit back and enjoy uh, the talents that he has. Might have to wind down that number just a little bit because I think he's back around round five from this shoulder injury. Oh, is he? Oh, there you go. I've been previewing teams. Round five, he'll push. I reckon he'll be back round three. There you go. Maybe. Maybe. Um, But, yeah, he's an important man for them. Um, Obviously, Ponga and Pierce. uh, Ponga, you know, Still a young man, but reasonably experienced now. Pierce, very experienced. They get Jaden Braley back, where sort of a forgotten mm. man for the Knights missed pretty much all of all of last year. And then um, you know, Blake Green, another guy who's gonna miss the start of the season, but he's gonna be there six from about round four or five onwards. And probably the biggest talking point last year, um, when my colleague or our colleague Michael Chemis was on the Newcastle Knights bandwagon was I don't think you can man- manufacture a six or a half. And I thought they tried to do that with Kurt Mann. And Kurt Mann was their player of the year by far. Like, he was outstanding. But I just don't know if, you know, that's why they went after Blake Green because they realised that in the big games and finals, you need someone to, that understands game management. And Kurt Mann's effort, you know, the best. Could play anywhere, right? Need him in your team. When you have him and Connor Watson in the same team and sort of the same sort of player, you know, what does that look like? for the rest of the dynamic of the team. And the other question I was going to ask you, I mean, you've watched just as much footy as me is, are we sure that the Pierce Ponger is a good combo? Like, are we sure that they not like playing together, but are they sure that they work together? Do they understand where each other needs the ball when each other wants the ball? Because seven and one, you know, we've seen Cronk and Slater, but Smith was there putting them in position. You know, I think they really missed Braley last year, helping those guys get into position and being able to distribute the ball. So a lot of questions about the Newcastle Knights this year. I, I think that um, it may be a long season for the Knights. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I find Pierce and Ponga both a little bit, just kind of a little bit free spirit. And they're, um, you know, Pierce, I don't think the captaincy really helped him. I think being relieved of that, you know, regardless of the reasons behind it, I think being relieved of that might help him go back to, um, you know, just focusing on his, his own game. And having Blake Green and, and Jaden Bradley there, it's kind of like the parents are back, you know what I mean? To sort of yeah. take, take just... <laughs> <laughs> just to look after them a little bit. And I feel like the, the the free spirit decisions might get wound back a little bit and having that steadying influence might, might suit them. Yeah. That's yeah. I didn't really think of it like that, but now that you put it like that, it's, it's a great point. And um, you know, I think that the, yeah, Adam O'Brien realizes how important Blake Green is and having the parents back, you know, is, is important as well. So uh, that's why he got Blake Green to the club. That's why he tried to keep him there after he'd signed with the Bulldogs and they were able to get that done. So it's a great point you bring up. But if you're bringing that point up, you know, when the parents aren't there, like Blake Green's not there, there's only, only mums at home, you know, one of the kids is going to be playing up or, or free yeah. spirited. That's why I said, are we sure it's a good combo? Do they. Do they understand what it, you know what they need? And I think they're, to be fair, their forward pack probably hasn't been as good as what they've needed to be for those two guys. Um, their edge back rowers, Fitzgibbon, um, you know, took the world by storm. Didn't have a great year last year. Like I thought that combination with he and Ponga was going to be 
the next five, six years in Newcastle where you just saw, you know, similar to Johns and Steve Simpson and, and Ben Kennedy, just those hard edge back rowers with a ball playing player at the line and being able to create those, but they haven't really done that. So, um, yeah, I think that fully fit and, and firing, sure, this might be a good team, but, yeah, no, no Blake Green, Braley coming back, working his way back from a long-term injury. It's, it's going to be, I reckon it's going to be tough for the Knights. Yeah, I mean, to your Pearson Ponga question, I think they're a better combination with each other when they're in combination with a, a Blake Green and a Jaden Braley rather than when it's those two with a, a Kurt Mann and a Connor Watson, for example, when they're kind of the two doing all the, the running of the show rather than having to, um, you know, let, let Blake Green and, and Jaden Braley sort of take over. But, I mean, the other thing on the spine is Ponga not back till round four or whatever it is. Um, Blake Green not back till about round four as well. Mitch Pierce hasn't trained all summer because he broke his his thumb. I think it was around uh, Christmas time. So their whole spine yeah. hasn't trained together at all. Well, and Tex Hoy, like this is that I, re, I this is what like a trade period would be perfect for, right? Like you could try and get Connor Watson and Tex Hoy for. Yeah, you know, a genuine six or something like that, or another edge back or something. But anyway, but their their whole spine is going to change in the first month, isn't it? Because Pierce will work his way back in with Braley, who he liked playing with. Ponga will come back, so that'll add another dynamic. We saw Parramatta struggle last year when Moses was out and what that looks like with Gutherson and when Brown's out and how they all connect. Like, it takes time. So you look at the Newcastle Knights, all of a sudden – um, you know, if they don't start right, they've got the first four weeks. They've got the Bulldogs winnable game. They've got the Warriors winnable game, Tigers, Dragons, you know, probably in their, their eyes, four winnable games um, potentially. But what does that look like if they come out and stink it up and, and it will have to change everything after week two or three to try and work people in? You could be, you know, you could be two and five. Mm. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a tough one. Uh, uh, injuries to, to, players at the start of the season you know Edric Lee's out at the start of the year as well so you got you know do you have Star Toa do you have Anari Tuala in the in the back line um you know Bradman Best missed a lot of games last year he's going to be important for them but there, there's going to be he needs to stay fit CK yeah. yeah like not fit fit like as in overweight fit I mean injury free yeah I I think this could be the, the next coming of a Connie Haral. Yes. He's had a little just tanky, solid center yes. to just bust through so I, 100 tackles. Yeah, you know, I've got Soward in front of me. I'm going to run as hard and as fast as I can, and I know that Soward's going to get out of the way because I'm so nuggety and big and like a tank, mm. and I'm going to score 15 tries. Plus, I'm fast. Defensively, I'm going to be a rock. Like, he could be, you know, the next Connie Haral in terms of that body, sh- body shape. And when Connie first started... I played against him. I, I no, no, thank you. Well, yeah, Connie was just destroying the under twenties, scoring, you know, busting a million tackles a game, and then he was doing a similar thing once he finally got into the NRL. Just yeah. that sort of <laughs> thick, thick midsection, low center of gravity, and, and just sort of going through blokes. Connor Watson at um at thirteen. We've we've got I think Fitzgibbon is out for the um the early rounds as well um, is Connor Watson. He's such a valuable utility. He's a guy who can play fullback, he can play six, he can play nine. Starting him at 13, do you think that's the, the best way to use him? No. Um, makes him. He's a great competitor and I think that makes him vulnerable if the, if a team you know gets off the back fence early. You know, this, is the, this is a guy who had the potential to be like a Craig Wing and just be that 
valuable to your side that he can play anywhere, but I'm not sure similar to Tyron Peachy that he's actually got a position that he's going to excel in. Like he's just good in every position. So it makes it hard to pick him in the team. And that's what I mean. When you have him and Kurt Mann, two smaller bodies, only one guy, you know, Kurt Mann will probably start at six, but only one guy can play when the team's fully fit. Then you throw in Tex Hoy. They've almost got three guys that are similar in terms of what they can do for the team. So um, he'll, he'll, excel at 13 because he that's just what he does he's a great kid and and, and yeah. a fantastic player but i'm just not sure it's going to be the right makeup for the team and the um the middles you've seen daniel sofidi the last couple of years really elevate his game and now into the the co-captaincy so yeah one of the real leaders around the group david Clemmer. we know what we're going to get um out of him um, who's captain uh, when brayley and sofidi are off um is it going to be green once the season proper comes back underway? okay yeah. That's going to be um, hard to monitor, but Brayley... It was a five-man leadership group, wasn't it? So Ponga was in there and... Brayley's going to be important for Saifidi and Clemmer. Yeah. I think that, you know, they'll they'll relish having a veteran out there. You know, they they love McCulloch. They, they just love... Older guys love older guys, right? Because you know that they've been in the wars. So, yeah, um, yeah it's going to be... I think that's going to help them. Um, is that their biggest strength? Do you think their, their middles? Obviously, Pong is a, a superstar. But we've talked about sort of a bit of clunkiness between the, the playmakers. Is that where where their best wins are going to come from? Is just having you know Saf and, and Clem running over the top of teams? Yes, Clemmer. Yeah, if Clemmer can get back to twenty eighteen sort of Origin form, and Saifidi can pair up, they're going to put Ponga in position to be able to come up with some big players. So that's going to be their best chance of, of winning this year. But I just, I don't see it, mate. I just, there's questions. We've talked for six minutes already about the playmakers. You know, what does it all look like? They're all, you know, they've got some key injuries to their guys who they would have had in their best 17. So it takes time. You can, you can say it's going to be good and we can all prepare for it, but it takes time to work those guys back in. What about Adam O'Brien? He's been through the, the Storm and Roosters systems, highly rated. Um, had his first year um, at the Knights. He brought them back to the, the finals after some real struggles, I think, from 2013. Might have been their last um, finals appearance. So um, certainly a step in the right direction. But is he the guy to take them to the, the next level? I love Adam O'Brien. I love listening to him talk. I think he, he tells it how it is. And I think his players responded to that last year, which is why they made the eight even though they finished, they were never ever going to do anything in the eight. I think that while this year might be a down year, there may be a longer term goal for Adam O'Brien in Newcastle where we start to get some guys there. We, we sort of tinker with that roster that we maybe not so top heavy. I mean, Mitchell Pierce on a million, Caelan Pong was on a million. You know, we start to wind Mitchell Pierce's contract back a bit. We can start getting some more depth in the outside backs. We can start cre- creating competition for spots in the outside back. We've got a left center now in Brabham Best. We've got a number one. We've got a number nine. We start putting some pieces in place for the future. So uh, Adam O'Brien's the right man for the job, but whether that comes to the forefront in terms of success this year, I think that, yeah, I love the fact that he says we weren't good enough and that's how his players respond. But I think that this year might be one of those years that it'll just be a growing year, not a mm. not a championship year. Knights in 2021, where do they land? <sighs> 10 to 13. 10 to 13. You heard it here first, folks. Jamie Seward, thank you for joining us. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers.